0: Thank you for joining us at Living Water Community Church's podcast. We're glad that you're here. We want you to know at Living Water that God loves you just the way you are, but He loves you way too much to leave you there. We hope you enjoy today's conversation. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you again for joining us this week. I'm so glad again that you've chosen to be a part of our service today. Um, I want to tell you, if it's your first time being here, that we are so glad that you're here. Hopefully. You're you're somebody new. We have somebody new here today. Last week I gave a challenge to our church to invite some people to church with them. So whether you are watching from your own home and you're a first time or whether somebody from our church has invited you into their house to watch with you this morning, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. Hopefully as soon as we get back to services in our building, we would love to get to meet you guys in person. But until then, we're thankful that you've chosen to be a part of our online service and thank you for being here today. Now, this week I want to preach a message that um, that, that I think is, is a almost an entire book of the Bible that I have never preached before. I, I said the word entire book of the Bible right there, and already some of you started looking at your watches. I'm not preaching the entire Bible, the entire book of the Bible. <laughs> Calm down. It, it, it's a, a passage from a book that I don't think that I've ever preached before, um, but it's a story that, that's pretty well known. and So I want to share it with you guys today, but before we do that... Uh, Let's just open up in a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for being here. Um, God, thank you for who you are. God, thank you for reaching down and meeting us every time we call you to do that. God, I pray that that call for us as as members of your body would not be just a once a weekly thing on Sunday morning, God, but that we would call you every day, God, saying that we need you today. And God, I know if nobody else watching does that, I need you today. God, I need you to speak through me. God, I need you to, to provide the words. God, I need you in my daily life, and I need you right here and right now today. God, I pray that you would be with this message, be with every word that's spoken. God, be with every family, every person, every individual that's watching this message today. And God, just reach into their homes, into their cars, through their cell phones, or their computers, or their TVs, however they're watching, and God, just comfort them today. Thank you for the ability to, to serve a God who can do that. God, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So so this morning I want to preach a message like I said in, in a book that I've never preached before. But before I do that, again, last week I challenged you, our church. I challenged you, if you're part of our church, I challenged you to invite some people to church with you. And maybe you did that and maybe you said, whoops, and totally forgot. And if you did, I want to challenge you just like we did last week to start tagging some people in the comments and invite them to come to church. You guys did an incredible job of that last week. And I know it seems like such a simple thing and maybe they join in while we're live, maybe they join in later, but you're inviting people to come and to worship with us and to hear the word with us and that's an incredible thing and that's something that that I want to challenge you again right now to do is to start putting people's names in the comments and invite them to come to church. And that's an exciting thing. And so I want to I want to challenge you really quickly to do that. But but speaking on today, I, I, I want to preach a message that, that's simply titled this, titled Remember to Remember. Remember to remember. I'm going to read some text out of Deuteronomy here in just a second. But again, I, the simple title today, t- two of the three words are the same. Remember to remember. I want to challenge you to remember today. I, I want to give you a challenge right from the very jump of this thing before we even get into the scriptures i want you to simply think of one thing think of one thing that god has done for you throughout your entire life one thing now now for most of us probably for all of us simply put this should not be a hard challenge for you Think of one thing that God has done for you throughout the course of your life. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, I can't really think of anything, let me give you some things for you. He woke you up this morning. He, he provided breakfast for you this morning. He probably provided a bed for you to sleep in last night. Most people watching maybe have a job. He, he's done so many things. You've got healthy kids. You've got a healthy spouse. You're healthy yourself. Whatever it might be, God has done so many things for us. And I want to challenge you right from the jump to think about one of those things. And I want you really quickly just to share with us, what is one thing, what is one thing that God has done for you in your life? And just simply, really quickly, just type it in the comments. Tell us one thing that God has done for you, because I believe that when we see what God is doing in each other's lives, and it gives us a little bit of hope for what God can do in our life. You see, I'm getting way ahead of myself and off of my notes from the second minute in, but I believe that a lot of you God has done some things in your life that somebody else that's watching is waiting for God right now to do in their life. And if you would be bold enough to type it in the comments what God has done for you, maybe there's somebody watching that that is going through that same exact season right now and waiting to see God show up. And and by you commenting and saying, this is what God done for me, it's going to give that person some hope. So I want to challenge you again right now. Put it in the comments. Be bold with your faith. And think of one. I'm just asking for one. I'm not asking for a list of 50. I'm not asking for a list of even 10. I'm asking for one thing that God has done for you. I want you to keep that thing in your mind. I want you to type it in the comments. And like I said, today I want to hit you with a story from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is a book where, where Moses is giving his final address to this group of people that he's led for decades. He's giving his final address to, to this group of people, the Israelites, that he's led for years and years and years. Now, if I was going to give a final address, if I was going to, if I was going to speak for one last time, I think that I would be pretty uh, focused on. I think that I would take some time to decide what I wanted to say in my final address. He's talking to these people that are finally getting ready to cross the Jordan and occupy what is known as the Promised Land. These people who have experienced famine, who have experienced slavery and plagues and droughts and walking across an ocean, literally, these people that have experienced wandering around in a desert, the, all of these things that they've experienced, he, he's, he's giving this final address before they walk into a Promised Land and cross over the Jordan. And, and one of the themes of his final address or his farewell address is simply this, remember. He, he challenges them to remember where they were, remember who you were, remember what God has done. And, and I believe that as Christians, this is something that we often don't do a good enough job. of. Oftentimes we get so caught up in what's happening now that we forget what God has done for us. And today I want to challenge you to simply this, remember to remember. You see, one of the things that I've come to learn and come to understand as I grow older is that oftentimes when we're in the middle of a storm, it's hard to remember the sunshine. And for a lot of people, the past year or so has felt like the longest storm in the course of history. You feel like you've been in a storm for forever, and it's hard to remember the sunshine. It's hard to see the sunshine in the midst of a storm. And then on the flip side, sometimes when we're living in the sunshine, we forget the storms, that God has brought us through. And so we live this life of like constant right now, instant. What can you do for me now? And we serve a God of the now. Don't get me wrong. But it's also important to remember. It's also important to remember. Let me read you some scripture today in Deuteronomy. I'm going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 9 through 14. And these will be on the screen, of course. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 9 through through 14 they say this only be careful verse 9 only be careful and watch yourselves closely this is moses talking so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them fade from your heart as long as you live teach them to your children and to their children after them remember the day you stood before the lord your god at horeb when he said When he said to me, assemble the people before me to hear my words so that they may learn to revere me as long as they live in the land and may teach them to their children. You came near and stood at the foot of the mountain while it blazed with fire to the very heavens with black clouds and deep darkness. Verse 12, then the Lord spoke to you out of the fire. You heard the sound of words, but saw no form. There was only a voice. He declared to you this covenant, the Ten Commandments, which he commanded you to follow, and then wrote them down on two stone tablets. Verse 14, and the Lord directed me at that time to teach you the decrees and laws you are to follow in the land that you are crossing Jordan to possess. Now, when I hear this speech, I think of this speech for, for Moses almost like, almost like a pre-game speech. Like they're, they're in the locker room, they're huddled up. He's trying to pump them up, right? He's trying to tell them, hey, it's almost time. We've, we've wandered around in the desert. We've experienced slavery. We've experienced famine. We've experienced plague. We've experienced drought. We've crossed over an ocean, but it's almost time. We're about to go into the promised land. It's almost game time. You've prepared, and you've prepared, and you've practiced, and you've practiced, and you've planned, and you've planned, but now it's time go play. This is like his locker room speech before the game. And he's telling them, look, you're about to go possess what you've always wanted. You are about to go into this place that you have been praying about. This is an answered prayer to you people. And he tells them, I know that you are excited. I know that we're about to cross over into the Jordan. But before we cross, I want you to take some time and remember what all you've been through. I want you to take some time and remember the things that you have gone through, and as you're remembering them, I want you to go a step further, and I want you to teach them to your children. What if I told some of you today that you probably don't even realize it, but your teenagers and even your young kids, they have been experiencing hard things, too, in the past year. They're missing their friends. They're missing school. They're missing their sports and their clubs and sleepovers and all of their things. They're experiencing some hard times, too. So what if today, after this message, we just all had a little bit of family time and said, let's just all share one thing that God has done for us. Let's remember the good that God has done for us. And that's what Moses is telling them. He said, remember the things that God, that God has done and teach them to your children. Tell them to your kids. Tell them what God has done for you. Remember when you stood in the fire and you heard my voice. Man, is that a word right there. There has been times in my life, and I know probably times in your life as well, where you feel like you have been standing in the fire and you're saying, this thing is ready to consume me. This thing is overtaking me. There is no way that I can get through this thing. And then just know, out of nowhere, boom, you hear the voice, the voice of God. And Moses is telling them, I know that you're pumped up. I know that you're ready to get into the promised land. I know that you're ready to cross over the Jordan. You crossed an ocean. What's the Jordan River for you? I know that you're ready to get home. But before you get there, take some time to remember. You see, as I said before, remembering what God has done for us is something that we as Christians struggle to do. Why, why is this, why, why Why? is this the deal? Why, why is it so easy for us to forget what God has done? I believe this, I believe that as humans, we are so inclined to only focus on the now. All we see is what's right in front of us. All we see is what's happening right now, or not happening for that matter, in our lives. And, and we have this inability to, to look at something and see that it's maybe not going the way we wanted it to, or see that it's maybe not working the way that we had it planned to, and not think, God, where are you? And not think, God, where are you? And i want to first tell you this, that if you've thought that thought before, join the club, like, join the club, join the club that say, God, where are you? What are you trying to do? And that's because as humans, all we can focus on is what's happening right now where we live in a culture and a society that is so right now based. What is happening today? How does this affect me today? How does it change my life today? How does this impact me now? And for that reason, we we forget. We forget where we've been. We forget what God has brought us through. We forget all of the times, hear me right here, we forget all of the times and all of the tears that we've prayed for what we have right now. We forget all of the sleepless nights. We forget all of the lonely moments. We forget all of the closet times with God. We forget all of the altar prayers. We forget all of those things that we prayed for what we have right now. You see, as Christians, we are so focused, and as humans, we're so focused on right now that we oftentimes forget what God has done for us. And I want to challenge you again today, if you haven't yet, or maybe you're starting to think of some more. If you haven't yet and you're just getting on here, I want to challenge you to put one thing in the comments that God has done for you. Just simply one thing, and you're probably thinking, Jake, I can list a 100, and I can tell you that I can list so many as well. But I want to challenge you to just think of one Just think of one. Remember one thing. Today's time is Remember to Remember. These people were getting ready to cross the Jordan, to go into the promised land. Moses is pumping them up. He says, hey, you're finally going to go. I won't get to go with you, but you're finally about to cross into the river or into the promised land. But before you go, before we celebrate, before we party, before we have a joyous time, remember all that you've been through. Moses is speaking to these people, this group of people, the Israelites, who are finally getting ready to enter the promised land. Can you imagine what this moment might, must have been like for the Israelites? Can you imagine when they get to the banks of the Jordan River? Like These are humans. These are not just old Bible story figures. These are humans, and they get to the edge of the Jordan, and they, they look across, and they say, "Hey, Hey, I can see it. I can see it. It's right there. It's right over there. The thing that we've been wanting forever is right in front of us. And Moses kind of has to hold him back at the bank and say, wait, 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 B- before we go, I want you to take a minute and remember what God has done for you. He calls them to a time of Remembrance. Why would he do this? Why would he stop the party? Why would he delay the celebration? Why would he tell them to hold up? Wait a minute. Why? What's the point of this? I believe that the point of this is because in order for us to truly appreciate where God is taking us to, we have to remember what God has brought us through. I'm going to say that again for you because maybe you didn't get it the first time, but I believe that as Christians, in order to fully appreciate where God is taking us to, we have to remember what God has brought us through. And can I tell you that I firmly believe that in 2021 that God is wanting to take you to some new things. God is wanting to take you to some levels that you never thought you would go to. God is wanting to take you to positions you never thought you would get to. God is wanting to see you reach the promised land. And and he's telling you, but before you go, before, before we cross the river, hold up, wait, wait, wait. He's holding us. And he says, I need you to remember what I've brought you through. I need you to remember the sleepless nights. I need you to remember walking around in the wilderness. I need you to remember being a slave. I need you to remember the plagues and the famines. Why do we do this? Because in order for us to appreciate where we're going, we've got to remember where we've been. He challenges the Israelites to remember what all they've been through before this life-changing moment. He says, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's take a moment. But let's think about this. You guys have been slaves. You have walked across bodies of water, literally. You have survived plagues. You have survived famines. You walked through the wilderness. He looks at him and said, "Hey hey, you, you've been through it." We've been through it as a group of people. But let me remind you that every time that we went through it, there was one person that showed up. And his name was God. In every situation that we thought we could see no tomorrow in, there was a man that showed up and changed the whole course of our mentality. And his name was God. And Moses is telling them, before we go over there and party... Take just a second and remember all the things that God has done for you. And as as a church, as Christians, I want to tell you that, that before we get ready to see the greatest, I believe, the greatest movement of God is still ahead of us. I believe that the greatest revival that we have ever seen is still ahead of us. And I think that, that God is saying, well, but, but before we get there, take a minute to remember. Take a minute to remember. Remember what God has done for you. He challenged them. He said, "He said, hey, you've been through it. And each time, God stepped in and made a way. Now, I'm only 26 years old. I'm, don't worry though, I'm, uh, I'm very close to, I'm nearing in on 27, I'm about five days away. But I can tell you countless stories, countless stories of when God made a way when there seemed to be no way. Count the stories of when I didn't see how I was gonna keep going, and God made a way. Stories of, of being young, pretty crazy, and looking back on it, not the smartest idea in the world. Getting married when I, getting married was a smart idea for me. Not, not that, but getting married when I still was working at a place that I love called Food City. Not the greatest place to base your employment or your marriage finances off of, I can assure you. Doing crazy things that God made a way every time. I can look back and see time and story after story. You guys have heard my stories. You know the things that, that I've seen that, that God has brought me through. And I look back and I say, every single time God made a way. I wanna challenge you as Christians, let us not be slow to remember. Let us not be slow to remember. Let us not get so caught up in going into what's next that we forget where we've been. I would challenge you to remember where God brought you from. I would challenge you to remember who you were before God. I would challenge you to remember those times that you look back on your life and you say, I don't know how I made it through. Let me give you a hint. That was also God. I challenge you to look back and see all of those times and those seasons and those storms and those trials of your life where you saw no hope for tomorrow. And it was God that would bring you through. And maybe there's somebody watching today that you're saying, Jake, I I hear what you're saying. But I'm that person that's in the storm and I can't see the sunshine right now. I can't see the sunshine. I can't see the hope. I can't see the tomorrow. Let me just challenge you and let me encourage you today that there is nothing I can say that is going to t- get you into tomorrow. There's no songs that James will sing that will get you into tomorrow. There's no words that I can preach that can give you that hope, but there is a person and he is the hope of the world and his name is Jesus Christ and he came to this earth for you and for the storm that you're going through and you said, I don't even know why I'm watching this message right now. Why did I stumble across this two minute message? Because you're the person that needs to hear that Jesus loves you, Jesus died for you, Jesus went to the tomb, and he arose for you, and now he's sitting in heaven waiting for you, his child, to come home so that you one day can remember who you were. Let us not be slow to remember. I want to challenge you to remember what God has done for you. Remember every single time that he made a way, and remember all the time that he stepped into a situation when there seemed to be no hope. I want to challenge you just like these, these Israelites. Moses is saying, look, I know I know that you're ready to experience the party. And today I feel like I, I could say to you, I know that you're ready to experience the normal. I know that you're ready to see what life is like in a post-COVID era. I know that you're ready to get back to your life as you know it. But before we do, let's remember all that God has done for us. Let's remember where he brought us from, where he brought us through, all the situations and the seasons and the trials that he's conquered for us. Remember to remember. Let me say this one more time. I believe as Christians that we have to remember for this simple reason is that is that simply this, in order to appreciate where God is taking us to, we have to remember what God has brought us through. And as Christians today, as the church today, I want to challenge you with this to remember to remember. Don't get so caught up in looking at what's next that we forget at where we were. Don't get so caught up in looking at tomorrow that you forget the answered prayers of today. You see, I believe that God loves you and that God cares for you and that God is for you. And again, maybe you're watching this message right now and you say, Jake, this all sounds so great. I want to remember all that God has done for me. I I remember all these times in my life when it didn't make any sense how I got through. But I don't know this person that you're talking about. I want to simply encourage you today that Jesus died to save you. And maybe you're watching this today and you say, Jake, I've never been saved. I've never prayed that prayer. I've never asked Christ to come into my heart. You see, one of the great things about church online is that is that there's nobody looking around in the room right now. There's nobody that's that's kind of peeking when the pastor says, "Close your eyes." There's nobody. There's no altar up front that you have to go pray to. But right now, you're just simply in your home. Maybe you say, "Jake, I've never prayed that prayer. I've never asked Christ to come into my heart." Let me tell you this, guys. It's so simple. The Bible says it's a childlike faith that all you have to do is say, "Jesus, I am a sinner." Jesus, I am a sinner, and I need you to come into my heart. I believe that you died on the cross, and that on the third day you rose and are now sitting in heaven. Jesus, save me. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. And man, I can tell you right now that if there is one person that watches or is watching this, that prayed that prayer for the first time, we are celebrating you right now. The heavens just opened up and are singing the praises of God because a new soul just came into the book of life. A new person just punched their ticket to heaven. When you say, Jesus, I'm a sinner and I need you to save me. Come into my heart. I believe in you, Jesus. And if that was you and you prayed that prayer for the first time today... We love you. We could not be more thrilled for what just happened in your life. And we want to get connected with you. So if you prayed that prayer for the first time today, please reach out to us. Message us on here. We want to get you hooked up with a Bible. We want to get you some stuff to talk about next steps of what happens after you accept Jesus into your heart. And we want to come alongside you as you begin this walk of faith. And as you begin this walk of faith, what's going to happen is you're going to look back and you're going to remember to remember you're going to remember to remember and so today church family friends guests whoever you might be I want to encourage you just like Moses did to the Israelites remember to remember where God has brought you from let's pray God thank you for today God, I thank you and I'm believing right now for the person that prayed that prayer for the very first time. God, you are rejoicing in heaven right now that your son, your daughter has come home. God, I pray for these people that prayed that prayer today for the very first time. God, that you would show them that you are the source, that you are the hope, that you are the reason that we can remember to remember. God, I pray for the church as they're listening today, as they're they're engaging in this sermon, God, that you would, God, do so much more than let us just listen to a message. But God, you would open up our minds. God, get us thinking about what you've done in our lives. God, let us today remember to remember. And God, not only remember, but the scripture says also then to teach it to our kids. Tell them what God has done. And not only tell what God has done, but let's also take a minute and just say thank you, God, for what you've done. God, we love you, and God, I trust you. Be with us today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.